G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Uh, Let me hit you right between the eyes. It's the end of the world and we're all going to die. And you think somehow or other that makes me very uneasy when a Christian says that sort of thing about the end of the world. But when we see that at the movies, it's all about entertainment. Well, let's talk about the new movie that's out, uh, which is the sequel to a movie that was released back in the 1990s called Independence Day. Uh, There's a new movie that's out, Independence Day Resurgence, and you might be surprised, but Bill Muhlenberg has been to see the movie and has some thoughts about it, and he's joining us again today on 2020. Hello, Bill. Welcome back. Great to be back. Well, Bill, uh, you like to go to the movies, and no doubt you're running a critical eye over the sorts of things you're seeing, and I imagine that when you go to the movies, you're probably after an entertainment experience as much as anything, but some things jump out of this particular movie that you've been interested to talk about. Oh, yes, it's hard uh, not to. I mean, uh, the films I enjoy are just the, you know, mindless entertainment just go for two hours and forget all your worries and cares and uh you know uh relax for a bit so i do it every once in a while bring my wife along and hope to just have a bit of fun but uh yes it's hard when you're always kind of critically assessing things you're always uh, uh looking at things in terms of the world view being presented or any possible biblical themes or parallels that you might discuss so sure enough Went to see the second uh, Independence Day the other day, brought my wife. She enjoys going out to the flicks, and uh, then she gives me the eye at the end. You're not going to write another article about this when you get home, are you? Because I've done it more than once, actually. (laughs) Uh, So sure enough, I did. Got home, wrote up a quick article, but it was uh, not just on this particular film, but of course so many like them. There's all these uh, apocalyptic, you know, end-of-the-world films. They're getting to be a quite popular genre and there's a whole bunch of them and they often do quite well in the box office you know some horrible catastrophe about to wipe out planet earth and all of mankind and often some hero comes along to save the day but they they seem to be pretty popular films well some of the ones you've mentioned uh, listeners will have seen uh, movies like war of the worlds Uh, and Deep Impact, the idea of, you know, an asteroid coming from outer space uh, to destroy the world, the imminent possibility that everything could just go up in smoke and that would be the end of it all. Uh, There are a lot of movies that actually trade on that theme, Bill. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. As I say, a lot of them are uh, box office hits. They do quite well. Mind you, you get a lot of extra stuff thrown in. You get all the special effects and all the computer uh, added uh, imagery and uh, you know you get a good budget you get some good actors in there you get a halfway decent plot and yeah you got a a recipe for a successful film so there's been actually heaps uh, dozens and dozens over the last few decades and you know it does have a bit of a message Um, well we are all going to die one day 
I suppose eventually the earth will, uh, you know, uh, come to an end. So in one sense, it, it, it brings a bit of reality, even though it's really escapism and a bit of fantasy, sci-fi, as I say, brainless entertainment, but it does uh, raise some issues. You know, we're not all going to live forever. Um, there are uh, what they call ELE, extinction-level events that can happen, whether it's, as you say, an asteroid or a bunch of Martians coming down to wipe us all out or some virus. You know, there are things that can uh, bring the end to planet Earth. So uh, if anything, maybe it helps ordinary people to think about their own mortality and, uh, you know, what Scripture might say about these things. Well, I guess these things are uh, very uh, full of fantasy but uh, or science fiction, but people can still relate, those who are old enough to remember back to the 1970s and the nuclear arms race and mm-hmm. the threat that nuclear weapons could destroy the whole world. So mm-hmm. uh, these sorts of things, there are some uh, alliances to reality, aren't there? Oh, oh, sure. And a number of films were made back then during the height of the Cold War about, you know, the nuclear end of all things. And uh, again, uh, they're often just uh, brainless entertainment, but, um, oh, well, they may get people thinking about their own, uh, you know, life is short and, uh, you know, at any moment the earth could come to an end. So once again, I think these things can be uh, kind of a teaching aid. Uh, You know, we can get some spiritual parallels, if you will, or lessons. And uh, so that's what I tried to do in my most recent piece. Well, you're saying that you're at the movies and your wife was saying, I hope you're not writing another article on this, Bill. Well, well, we know now that you were at the office while you were there in the cinema. Uh, What sort of parallels do you think that these sorts of movies, and while we're talking about Independence Day, what was going through your mind, just the way the plot began to unfold Mm -hmm. and uh, the seriousness of thinking about eternal issues? Yeah. Well, of course, I don't want to go into too much detail on the film in case those uh, out there who haven't yet seen it, who may want to, we won't give away the details, of course, but uh, fairly similar. If you've seen the first one 20 years ago, more of the same. In fact, some of the same actors have been recycled, a little bit older and more gray. (laughs) But, uh, oh, look, as I say, kind of fun, entertaining, but it does raise issues. And uh, actually, the Bible pretty much does talk about this stuff. There is uh, a catastrophic event uh, coming our way. We know that uh, this world is not going to last forever. We know that everybody's going to die, that uh, we all come to an end. And, of course, the cause is not, uh, you know, asteroids coming or uh, alien invasions. But, well, sin entered the world. That was the alien invasion, if you will. Uh, when our first parents uh, shook their fist at God, thought they could live autonomously apart from God, that first rebellion, that really was the kind of the alien invasion, and that did usher in the death sentence. That really did usher in the end of the world. So, uh, again, like in the movies, uh, it looks like the whole world is doomed, and we're all going to die, and unless somebody comes along, some hero comes to turn things around, we're all toast. And of course, that is, as we know, the biblical storyline. God did act. He did send his son, and Calvary was the answer to our predicament. So now death doesn't have to be the last word. The grave doesn't have to be the end for those who put their trust in Christ. 
there is eternal life, and we do know of a new heaven, new earth. So uh, whatever exactly form that takes, it's, uh, it speaks about, you know, something is going to be ongoing. And uh, so, you know, even if an asteroid does destroy planet Earth or a mega tsunami or name your disaster, earthquake, hurricane, twister, I think all these have been done in films already. Uh, regardless of that, uh, there is yet hope. There is a future, especially for those who put their trust in in Jesus Christ. Cyclone, tsunami, uh, virus that spreads, the, the idea of sin being like mm-hmm. a contagious virus that mm-hmm. actually kills humanity. Sometimes we don't think of it along mm-hmm. those lines, but, but the story plot of the Bible uh, yeah. is in some ways a foundation for some of these other uh, major uh, ELE type plots that you're talking about. Yeah, well, exactly. And again, you can, uh, you probably could make some good uh, blockbuster films just using the Bible storyline. And, uh, you know, the point you made is a good one. Uh, sin is like this virus that spreads and comes in contact with everybody, and everybody uh, ends up uh, dying as a result of getting this virus. So, again, we need a scientist or a hero to come up with some kind of cure for this virus. Well, Again, God has taken the action. He has sent his son. He has provided the cure, the way out. So, uh, you know, in in many ways, it's better than any, uh, you know, action thriller and sci-fi end of the world flick. It's uh, cosmic in its dimensions. It includes every one of us. It includes the whole universe. Uh, it's it really is the great story, and uh, probably a lot of our other storytelling comes from the great grand story. So Christians of all people should be keen on storytelling. Uh, we shouldn't be ashamed necessarily or put off by films. Uh, you know, we should be doing our own films based on the biblical storyline. So uh, it's a great story to tell, and any way we can tell it, uh, we have to get that word out there because everybody is in need of hearing about this uh, this answer to the predicament we're in. Bill, movies like this, they strike a chord with people because this unknown factor, this the fact that we will all one day die, we don't know how that'll happen, we don't know whether it'll be en masse or whether it'll be in a car accident or being yep. hit by a bus on the street. Mm-hmm. But these sorts of things, it strikes a chord with us because we know that we are mortal we are one day going to die do you think we read enough into the scriptures to take that seriously when we look at our own mortality and the recognition that uh, there is something of truth in the scriptures that isn't found in movies like independence day mm. well we certainly all should be certainly believers should be so uh, taken up with the biblical storyline that we do live our lives in the light of eternity we do take each day as if it could be our last. Uh, Sadly, that's not always the case. We can so easily get uh, engrossed in the things of the world and all of its entertainments and amusements and trivial pursuits that we can lose sight of eternity, and that is a real challenge for all of us to keep our minds fixed on Him. Of course, we don't want to be so heavenly-minded that we're no earthly good, but I think for most people the problem may be the other way around in the Church today. We're so uh, worldly focused that we tend to uh, lose our focus on him. So uh, certainly of all people, Christians should be living 
in light of eternity. Sure, we act day by day and, you know, live this life, but we do it with the view to the bigger picture of our final eternal home, and that should color pretty much everything we do, everything we say, and how we interact with others. So uh, whether films like this get us thinking about this, uh, certainly the Bible should, and that's something we should be looking at every day, not just uh, a blockbuster sci-fi fic flick once every you know couple of months as they come out. Well, it's an alarming title on one of your latest blog articles. It's the end of the world and we're all going to die. And uh, it could sound uh, rather sensationalist. But as you say, Bill, while there are some alignments to what we might read about in the Bible, uh, there are movies that are playing on that, trading on that theme. And uh, those do remind us that there is a reality of our own mortality and uh, it's the end of the world and we're all going to die, something we all have to take seriously at some point. I'll point people to this particular article. You can find it on the Culture Watch site. Uh, Bill Muhlenberg's commentary on issues of the day. You can simply Google Culture Watch or go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Great to be with you again. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.